0: pour a bowl cereal and turn on the tv i'm watching my cartoons please don't bother me i could grow up tomorrow pay the bills and be responsible but today it just doesn't feel possible let's talk about life and does and everything between things that keep you up at night in idiosyncrasy public bathroom medicaid to meshes you can't see good leads to know where the nature of reality let's talk about life and does and everything between breakfast foods and bad times and cartoons on the tv breakfast foods and bad times and cartoons on the tv
1: rolling that was a real gross loogie you hawked right before we started rolling well i did it
0: before we were rolling so people wouldn't have to know about it but you know thanks, thanks well for they didn't have that. to hear it uh so I, i've got a really good public shit story for you that i've been holding on to mm-hmm. and i keep forgetting so the other day i was in the big box store uh-huh mm-hmm. And I was headed into the restroom and I think that I hear like somebody is playing some slow jams mm-hmm. on their phone, like some R and B. There's a lady singing, and it's like boom boom boom. Ah. And it's like, is somebody listening to slow jams while they take a dump? Mm-hmm. And I walk in, sure enough, there's somebody I don't know if it was like to help maybe maybe yeah. to make him feel more comfortable and i get in there and I, you hear someone fumble with the phone something stops the slow jams go dead and then <laughs> oh gon' give it to you and the best part is you know all the uh, it was like punctuated with fart sounds <laughs> Were they
1: trying to mask their fart sounds?
0: I don't know, but it wasn't working. It was just making them way more hilarious. So, and he didn't stop it. Like, it was just playing X gonna give it to you really loud from a cell phone. It was like, X gonna give it to you, gonna give it to you. X gonna give it to you, gonna give it to you. First we gonna, then we gonna.
1: Did you ever see who it
0: was? No. I don't, like, hang out to see who comes out. Why not?
1: (laughs) Because, you know, they would probably notice I wasn't doing my job. (laughs) You know, just today, Krista and I were in line at the movie theaters, Mm -hmm. and there was a guy in line, this is on a Monday afternoon, and a guy is in line in front of us, and he's trying to purchase a movie ticket... And he can't seem to get his shit together. Like, he can't seem to find the money or what movie he wants to watch or any. It took a long time. But the whole time, he's got his cell phone in his pocket, and he's very loudly playing music on his phone. And I was like... <sighs> I was like, what? Stop it while you're doing the transaction! <laughs> and then we go in, and, uh... During the movie, he just starts, playing the ex gon' give it to him! <laughs> well, we go out of the, like, part where you buy tickets to the part where they rip your tickets, which why were they doing that on a monday afternoon anyway why
0: do they do that ever
1: right so the guy rips the ticket and he goes oh. I'm gonna make sure you don't try something with this he goes uh <clears throat> he goes oh i hear this is real good and then the only thing i responded with was is the guy playing music out of his pocket going into see that movie or is he going to something else oh you're, you're the, mad at me because my phone went off the second time during this podcast that's yes. impossible because nope. i have one text Something buzzer. Unless I got a Twitter thing here. No, it's only one. You're wrong. Uh, here, I'll tell her to shush. Don't um, shush. You shush. You do not disturb it on the phone. It's al- It's already muted. What would Stone Cold say? <sighs> He'd say a vibrate is acceptable. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> eh. eh. <laughs> uh, okay, so. What was that sound? That's a noise that Steve Austin makes when something is not okay. <laughs> <It's> the sound <laughs> that he makes when he's impersonating a Mars Attacks alien? Hey, hey. uh, uh. I mean, I can't do a great Steve Austin impersonation, but he'd be like, You think it's okay to let your phone be on vibrate? Uh-uh. <laughs> that was a terrible stone cold. <laughs> I mean, I'm not great at it. Uh, have you ever seen Stone Cold not... E.T.? Stone Cold E.T. is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I love
0: Stone Cold E.T. If you're at home near a computer, uh, Google. It's just stupid enough to be funny. I mean, it's what makes it so funny is that the guy is doing an excellent Stone Cold impression while wearing an E.T. mask in a fast food drive-thru.
1: <sighs> I've said this on the show before, but I can't sell it enough there's a buzzfeed video that has stone cold steve austin drinking girly alcoholic (laughs) drinks yeah and it's just him responding
0: well well, that's not bad (laughs) it's just him
1: responding to how he feels about them and it's worth all of your time Uh, but it won't take all
0: of your time it's like a minute long it's worth a minute of your time
1: yeah so you want to talk about the movie I i saw two movies this weekend worth talking about oh you did yeah not in theaters both okay and it was only one and a half because I watched the first half of Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse which I didn't turn off because it was bad it was because we went to bed it's really good alright were you thinking about that one
0: I've heard of it but I I didn't have any intention of seeking it out it's
1: super awesome and super funny okay uh, was it like a kid's movie? Or? No, it's like super raunchy, actually. It's rated R. Mm-hmm. The reason it's called Scouts Guide is because they couldn't get the Boy Scouts approval because it's very, very dirty. You don't get the Boy Scouts approval for like
0: anything. I think yeah. they're like the NFL.
1: Speaking of the raunchy lines in it, there's a, a kid that wants to hook up with another kid's mom, and he says that he wants to uh, tongue pound her salty walrus. <laughs> <I thought laughs> oh that was my that That's a... That is pretty raunchy. Yeah. How old are these kids? Um, so or are they they're, they're sophomores in high school. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, it's a cool movie. Uh, way better than I expected. And I'm okay. only halfway done with it, though.
0: So they could botch it in the end.
1: I guess. I like it so far. Uh, today was my day off. And today's Monday is my day that all of the people that I interact with are mm-hmm. at work. And so I usually have that time alone to myself. But today, Krista, I just woke up in Krista's bed today and she was like, hey, I called in sick. And I was like, oh, okay. So, Oh, well, I really hope her bosses don't listen to this Oh, podcast. yeah, she wasn't sick. She wasn't sick. Uh, so today, because I knew it was my day off, I was going to go see Kong Skull Island by myself because mm-hmm. I knew that no one in my life would be willing to see that movie with me. You I thought you, you told you me... Didn't you didn't even ask. You, you, you did, in fact, tell me that you thought it looked stupid and you refused to see it. I, I didn't say that. Okay, well, you did. I didn't say that, everyone. Okay, so yeah. you'll see it with me? Are you, did you already see it? No, because okay. Krista refused, and I thought you refused. So because Krista had the day off, too, we There's went... There's other
0: stuff I'd rather see, but... It's number one on my
1: list right now. Because
0: you saw Logan. I already saw Logan. You see John Wick, too? No,
1: I mean... I I'll think I think John Wick Two will be great, but it's probably not like a have to see in the theater like Kong Skull Island is. And I already saw Lego Batman, which I, I, That's it was so, the one that I said I didn't want to see. It's so good, I want to see it in theaters again. Uh, so we 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 saw the movie Krista wanted to see, which was Get Out. I really want to see. I that. know you do, but I don't like horror movies. And I told her I was like, Are you going to sleep okay tonight? I was like, I, I was like, I can't believe you fucking we sat down to watch it and it like, shouldn't be scary to you because you're white we we like started the movie and now we're in the theater and i i started, i was like i can't believe you fucking got me here because i hate this shit i hate being scared uh-huh. i hate horror movies mm-hmm. and like there was there's plenty of jump scares at the beginning of the movie and i leaned over and i was just like i fucking hate you right now like i can't believe you got me to do this so you're not gonna see alien I mean I've never seen an alien movie. I watched Prometheus and turned it off after about an hour cuz I thought it was dumb. That's crazy. Prometheus is controversial.
0: There's there's polarizing opinions. When, are are you too too busy to have a
1: podcast? I mean right we around? are mm-hmm. She said goodnight to me, but the the texts are continuing. Mm. Uh Yeah. So it was good, I guess. I I understand that it's very lauded for the fact that it has a lot of uh social commentary. No, 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 for the way that it changes the horror genre and like does a lot with them, but I don't watch horror movies, so I don't really know. It has like 95% from critics on Rotten Tomatoes and like 88% from audience. Okay. So if somebody really likes this movie, that's somebody I mean, I didn't dislike it, but I didn't like that it was scary. What
0: what's your rating?
1: My rating is I wish I hadn't watched a horror movie tonight. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> out, of, out of 10, give it a... From 1 to 10.
1: I mean... Not it, rating your experience just, seeing
0: a horror movie. It's
1: hard for me to judge how I liked the movie, because I just felt... I was just stressed out the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, there was a lot of jump scares at the beginning. So
0: you're saying the movie did exactly as
1: intended. There weren't a lot of jump scares in the last seven-eighths of the movie, so, for most of it, I was like, just stressed out, like, when is there going to be more jump scares? I don't like this. Well, I think it looks really excellent,
0: but I haven't had a chance to see it yet.
1: Krista really liked it. Sorry, Sorry we're not ready to talk about cereal yet, right? We can talk about cereal right now. I just...
0: We don't have to talk about the cereal, but I do need to talk about this cereal box.
1: No, let's talk about the cereal. What the fuck is going on on the back of this box? Well, let's talk about the cereal, then we'll get to the back of the box. You you
0: got hipster Captain Crunch here, wearing a a flannel shirt and some boots and like a, a longshoreman cap, leaning on an axe. Then you got a random blue Bigfoot, a blue spotted dog, a swordfish for some reason, and then a guy who's just painted blue.
1: And then you got Babe the Big Blue Ox in the background. Hey, 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 hey. And a fucking kangaroo. Why is there
0: just a random kangaroo there?
1: Set us up a little bit. Bring us into the world here. Okay. We'll get to the back of the box. Let's start with the front of it. Uh Uh-huh. This week, we ate Blueberry Pancake Captain Crunch. Which is almost exactly like Crunch Berries. It certainly looks like Crunch crunch Berries with just shades of blue. And it tastes like Crunch Berries with shades of blue. (laughs) I gotta disagree. I feel like it tasted like nothing. It was just nothing to me. It tasted like Crunch Berries. I don't think so.
0: There was a very,
1: very slight difference in flavor. That's all I'm giving it. I disagree. I say there was no flavor at all. It certainly didn't taste like blueberry pancakes. I think
0: you're being real hard on it. I didn't think I would like it because I'm not a blueberry fan, but it... I didn't
1: say say I disliked it. Saying that something is nothing is not saying you... If I ate food and I said this didn't taste like anything,
0: I probably (laughs) wouldn't eat it again.
1: I mean, it tasted like water. It doesn't have a taste, you know?
0: (laughs) Well, I do like water.
1: Yeah, so... Alright, now to the back of the box. Um, There are some blue characters here. I think I already described the back of the box pretty thoroughly. You named some characters on here, but let's get into why. Because you didn't set up that it's a blue cereal. Okay, what about the kangaroo there? That's not a blue kangaroo. It's just a kangaroo. <laughs> we'll come back to the kangaroo. There's Babe the Big Blue Ox. Yeah. Wait, did you read what the parrot's instructions are? Find eight things that rhyme with blue. Uh, kangaroo rhymes with blue. Does, y- does you count?
0: Like, if I, if I were addressing the parrot, I would say, well, you... And that's one. (laughs) And that parent will
1: call you a smartass. Well, if he's been trained to use that word. What is this? What is the purpose of this blue man? Is he like in Blue Man Group? I don't know. It's a it's a blue guy in a blue canoe, and he has a blue wig. And blue swordfish. Swordfish doesn't rhyme with. No. There's a blue dog in a sailor hat. There's a Bigfoot. He has a blueberry snails T-shirt on. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't, I don't like this. <laughs> I think this is a pancake maze, and as you already pointed out, Captain Crunch is in fact dressed like a hipster. A, a pancake maze? It just looks like a picture of pancakes. Oh, I guess, I guess there's sort of a
0: maze happening. It's a dumb maze. You can't go that many different directions down a short stack.
1: Yeah. Uh but I gotta say hipster crunch is the best part of it oh there's a horseshoe that rhymes with blue my new crunch is made from trees found only in
0: crunch forest are they trying to pass this shit off as like organic like there's some kind of <laughs> magical crunch trees growing somewhere sustainably grown from
1: crunch trees what's on over here uh, suggestions for other Captain Crunches to eat. Were the uh, were the blueberries treated uh, humanely in their cages before they were turned into blueberry pancake, Captain Crunch? I don't know.
0: This box is dumb. We've already <laughs> talked way too much about how stupid this box is, <laughs> and
1: the cereal was was nothing. It was it wasn't worth. It. it was okay.
0: It's a limited edition, so if if you're a thrill seeker and you need to get out
1: there and try something that won't be around forever. We've asked this several times recently. Who's asking for this?
0: Honestly, Captain Crunch
1: throws out a lot of wacky ones. And you and said sometimes they're a hit. You said get it if you're interested in the in the fad. But hasn't this been sitting on our shelf for like a long time? It's still available. Okay.
0: Limited time in cereal is like a year.
1: Is it? You know, I don't, I don't think time. that's true. Okay. Um, do you want to talk about this cartoon? I did that in quotes. This isn't a cartoon. Why did we watch this? It's animated. Is it? Yeah. It's stop motion animation. Yeah. So it is animated. Yeah. Have we ever done stop motion before? No. We should. I, I was thinking. We Are should we do... sure it counts?
0: Yeah because we make the rules. <laughs> I I was wanting to do Moral
1: Oral sometime and that's that's a really great stop motion. It's a great cartoon. You know, if we make the rules, I did want to watch this thing with you this week. Have you ever heard of uh Tattooed Aliens? Tattooed Teenage Aliens from Beverly Hills? Uh no? It's this 90s show that I just heard about. I heard Gillian Jacobs talked about it on a podcast. It's just Power Rangers but made in America. And there's only 4 of them and the budget is the budget for Power Rangers not great to begin with. Yeah. The budget for weird. this show looks like community theater. I mean it's <laughs> it's Is vague. it all shot on one stage with like a giant uh, hand-painted background? It's real bad and apparently there was like a sister piece that was called uh like super samurai cyber super team or something like that that sounds more familiar that one had matthew lawrence in it okay but what i can't get over is the show is called teenage or tattooed teenage aliens from beverly hills uh-huh. if they're from beverly hills that makes them oh i got I, I left one word out of the title they're tattooed teenage alien fighters from beverly hills so they don't have alien powers so they're not aliens they're
0: they're not fighters that are aliens or aliens that are fighters they are fighters of aliens right i feel like i've seen this.
1: it's very power rangers esque. i want you to hear the theme song here it is no maybe not okay well here you are is this the team's song? Nope, I think this is just real
0: boring for audio.
2: Publishing's competitive, but do you have to stoop this low? I didn't believe it either. The who took those photographs is usually reliable.
0: Quality podcasting happening
1: right now. Here it is, here it is, here it is.
0: Oh, Leslie Bannon is a pretty lady. Are you paying attention to the lyrics? Yeah, they look like Luchador Rangers.
1: Okay, okay I think we've, we've had enough. Well, I yeah. just wanted to point out that it's there ten. are not a lot of lyrics to this. Yeah.
0: Ten two teenage alien fighters.
1: Yeah, it was it's like a lot Street of Sharks.
0: Yeah. They fight they buy
1: Tattoo Teenage (laughs) Alien Pie. It was written by the same guy. Yeah. So we watched Buddy Thunderstruck, which is a new Netflix cartoon. It just came out this month. It's a new Netflix animated series. Sorry, excuse me. It just came out this month. How did you hear about this? I hadn't seen it. Because every time Netflix puts out a whole bunch of shit at once they put the mm-hmm. like we released 10 things over the weekend and then you yeah. can click and see what they all are in a group together and i always look at that oh okay you know because i research our podcast that's why i'm always looking for new cartoons mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: we got plenty of cartoons tell everybody about duck month
1: <laughs> oh god <laughs> what month is duck month whenever we want it to be <laughs> Um, We're gonna do a whole month of duck cartoons. So, like you said, this is a stop motion cartoon. It's executive produced by Seth Green. Okay, that makes sense.
0: Yeah, it, it has a, a similar style to a lot of the Robot Chicken. Uh, you mean in motion. that it's a stop motion animation show? No, there's lots of different stop motion that doesn't look alike. Moral Oral doesn't look like this, and like Henry Selick stuff. Like a Nightmare Before Christmas doesn't look like this. Well, a, it's it has a specific style.
1: Yeah, so it does have like a a very unique style unto its own, and the world of of Buddy Thunderstruck is definitely unique to this show. Like there's very there's. All animals did in the show. Co- co- did we confirm what uh, animal Buddy is? Is he just a dog? I did not confirm what animal Buddy is. He's okay. definitely a dog or a wolf. Or a weasel? No, Darnell is a weasel. Darnell is definitely a weasel. So Darnell is his best buddy, who is for some reason played by Ted Raimi. I don't know why Ted <laughs> Raimi got cast in this role. Why not? I mean, he did great. I liked Darnell. Uh... But, like... All these animals in this world, there's many different kinds of animals all living together in the town of Grease Pit, where Buddy lives. Mm -hmm. And they all have very pronounced bodies that, like, very much show off, like, the main characteristic of that animal. You know what I mean? Yeah, usually
0: very long-limbed, skinny.
1: Buddy is a very long-limbed, skinny dog thing. There's, like, a very fat, plump chicken. There's, like, a horse- cop that like very much pronounces horse characteristics so Mm -hmm. (laughs) like I mean
0: horses are cops right when you see horses in a professional capacity it's usually as police officers
1: I mean sometimes they're racers
0: or they pull a beer cart
1: yeah or those little uh, uh What's the word I'm looking for? Carriage things downtown? Mm-hmm. Those are sad. What are other horse jobs? Um, Television actor? Yeah.
0: They uh, <laughs> they babysit kids outside of grocery
1: stores for quarters. Mm-hmm. That's a horse job. That's a professional job for a horse. Yeah. Uh, okay. So then there's also all of the like how the town of Grease Pit and the world Buddy lives in is extremely car-centric. Mm-hmm. It seems that everyone goes to the races, which apparently happen every night of the week. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs>
0: they go to they the same frequently. racetrack, yeah.
1: and they always watch the races, which what blew my mind about the races is that they're always competed in by semi-trucks.
0: Yeah, modified semi-trucks that have, like, jet engines and stuff.
1: Yeah, they're very fast semi-trucks. I mean, and if you're picturing, like, with, like, the trailer on it, it's not like that. It's just, like, the front... (laughs) Obviously, that would be ridiculous. Was that obvious? You would
0: jackknife at every turn. (laughs) Every turn, yeah. (laughs) Because
1: it is, like, a figure-eight track. And then during the race, you'd just, like, be spilling cargo out everywhere. (laughs) Right. So, everyone wants to watch these fast semis compete, and they seem to not have other classes of cars that compete. And... Much like a lot of other heroes from other cartoons that we've watched, Buddy always wins by using his turbo boost that his truck has at the end, which is cheating. A lot of the cartoons we watch have cheating heroes.
0: No, it's not cheating. The other cars might have the exact same thing. They're just not as good at using it at the
1: correct time. Which is the end of the race. That's when Buddy uses it every time. Because he's smart. He saves it for when it counts. Okay. And then also there's a ramp that's like off track. Excuse me. That Buddy seems to always use to exit the track whenever he wins. He wins, and then he takes the the ramp, and he leaves. Well, how else do they get out of there? I mean, I'm sure there's, like, a proper exit. I don't know. Well, Buddy seems to be the only one taking the ramp. You're
0: being really hard on the show's hero here. He's done nothing to you.
1: He... Okay, so let's talk
0: about him, because... I I did love the opening scene of this cartoon. Or, sorry, animated
1: series. Help me out with what that scene was.
0: Uh... A fella had just completed work on building his dream house with his own two hands, and immediately after, Buddy <laughs> crashes through the wall in his semi, and the guy's not even mad because Buddy's so awesome that he's excited. It's the like, guy loves it's Buddy. It's like getting an autograph The the truck smashed through the wall.
1: He's a local celebrity.
0: It's kind of like, uh, if you're familiar with the world of Metalocalypse, where Death Clock is like the most beloved thing on the planet, that's
1: mm-hmm. how Buddy is in his small town. Right. Okay, so that brings me to, to something that I want to talk about and I know you want to talk about, which is like this this show is like an like a stew of things that I don't know why people put together because there is like an element of like a Dukes of Hazardy type oh, yeah. thing to this where Buddy is a hero and his buddy Darnell they're heroes, but they also break the law and there are Well they, I would
0: say more they play by their own rules.
1: Okay, okay. That makes it sound less terrible. And then there's a pair of dim-witted cops that are chasing after them and an angry like literally a hog who's <laughs> yeah. a, a, a sheriff who's yeah. a, very upset that the police can't catch Buddy. So you've got that piece and then there's like There's like uh, ownership disputes
0: and, and money and power struggles within the town <laughs> and those people are trying to Manipulate law enforcement to get their own way. The
1: politics of Buddy Thunderstruck. Goes deep. Yeah. So. There's a real Scharnhorst situation. Not here. since Cadillacs and Dinosaurs <laughs> have we seen this much politicking happen. So then you have this whole element of Buddy is not that different from like a Ricky Bobby type character in that he is heroic. But he's also just dumb enough to not know when he's causing problems. Like when he drove into the guy's house that you already mentioned. Yeah. And he is cocky to the point of it being endearing. Like he's overly he's impressed with himself. Yeah.
0: He's a uh, man kind of thing. He, he's got a Ron Burgundy swagger. But with a, a southern accent. Like he, he doesn't recognize reality. He's just real... Real sure of his own greatness.
1: Would you say that he's stranger than fiction? (laughs) No. Okay. Do you think him and Buddy are stepbrothers? (laughs) Maybe. Okay. Got it. Do you remember the scene where Buddy's wife put all of his stuff on the front lawn and then he had to sell it? No, I don't think so. Okay. So, also... Elf. (laughs) (laughs) um he's a real
0: old school kind of guy yeah all right all right all right what else do i got let's think about it first.
1: all i can think of is semi-pro he's,
0: yeah I, I was gonna he's like a semi-pro wrestler or semi-pro racer he's a, there's no wrestling in this show
1: uh when is mark Marin's wrestling show coming out i really need to know i don't know that makes me sad uh okay So, also, there's – I guess it makes sense because he's, like, this Ricky Bobby racing character, but the show is very fast moving. Like, all the dialogue and all the animation and all of the I mean, it
0: moves at, like, half the speed of Gilmore Girls, but it's still pretty quick. I was going to say Aaron
1: Sorkin, but, like, Gilmore Girls is also a good example. Aaron Sorkin with – a southern accent and lots of racing semi-trucks. No, I'm, I'm going to go with Gilmore Girls. Turn Gilmore Girls down half a speed and you've got... <clears throat> and include semi-racers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, racing semi-trucks and you've got Buddy Thunderstruck. Um, it's Dukes of Hazzard meets Gilmore Girls. Boom. Yes! <laughs> yes! Good. Meets the busy me- world w- of w- Richard Scary me- because no, 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 they're all animals. Meets Robot Chicken. <laughs> okay. Uh Okay, so that brings into the point that I know you want to get to, which is, who is this for? No idea, still. <laughs> after two episodes, I mean, there wasn't swearing, right? Okay, here's why I think it's for kids.
0: Their, their exclamation
1: of frustration was fart nugget. They is... say fart nugget a lot. <laughs> which is great. Yeah, it's a funny word. Here's why I think it's for kids. The plots are very simple. Mm. Like... The one we watched about the pizza? Yeah. The solution that the characters come to to solve the conflict in the episode... Is to work together. (laughs) It's the most easily (laughs) simplified thing that you could have come up with second one. Okay. So that's reason one why I think it's for kids. Reason two, we watched the pilot of this show. And I think in this pilot, they were very much trying to set up catchphrases. And I think kids would latch on to... Well, Fart Nugget was one of them, but then there's the scene where Buddy and Darnell are about to go take care of some problem, and they're like, but first off, we gotta go get some truck stop snacks! And they said that line like that three or four times in that scene. I do really like truck stop (laughs) snacks. That's what kids are supposed to think when they watch that scene.
0: When you're on a road trip, and you see one of those like gigantic travel centers,
1: aren't you always like, Oh man! I bet there's gonna be something great in there. When was the last time I had a yoo This needs more of us in it, so let's yeah. insert some us into it. There, we used to go to Chicago a lot when we mm-hmm. lived in Downstate Illinois, yeah. and there's a one of those Money, Illinois. There's one of those <laughs> the one travel with, centers. The one with the McDonald's. It's got a McDonald's. But I believe it's a it's pilot got, it's gas got station. Showers. It's got it all. It's a, yeah. it's a, it's a full service. Ga- it has video gambling. Yeah. <laughs> it you to, know, the works. It, it used to have a video game, like, arcade, and then as soon as video gambling became a thing. And we used to believe, and no one would believe us on this, that this McDonald's within this... The best McDonald's. <laughs> it has magical qualities. I don't eat
0: McDonald's food anymore, and I haven't for years. Like, But if I was going to, it would be from
1: this McDonald's. <laughs> Okay, so when a McDonald's location is built, someone at the company did research on why a this location American comes out to bless the location. <laughs> someone did research on why this location is prime for a McDonald's mm-hmm. franchise, right? Someone either by total dumb luck or by awesome research figured out that if you are traveling to Downstate Illinois when you're leaving Chicago, the exact amount of time has passed from when you leave Chicago to when you get to this McDonald's late at night that McDonald's sounds like the best idea in the world. Also,
0: it's the only, it's, it's the first restaurant that's open after leaving the city and it's finally when you're out of that clusterfuck of traffic. Mm-hmm. So it's the first opportunity to actually stop somewhere and... You might need gas, you might need yeah, to pee. And it's in a gas station that has, as we said, showers, okay. <laughs> uh, bathrooms, t-shirts, Truck accessories, rolling taquitos, uh-huh. uh, coffee, yeah. right like everything.
1: It's a magical gas station, and no one believed us. I, I stopped at it just the other day, actually.
0: Was it great? It was great. <laughs> I, I lo- like, even if I don't really need to, sometimes I just pull over there just just because i like it remember that time we went there with uh my former bandmate zach and we walked it's it's sort of like a zigzag down the hallway that you go in the hallway and then there's like a door inside of the bathroom and we were in the bathroom and as we went to leave he got mixed up as to which door and he opened
1: the closet and started to walk into it to leave the bathroom no i do remember a lot of (laughs) embarrassing stuff happened to zach on that trip though yeah and me what happened to you, Alex? That Archie? was the
0: time when I threw up and that bottle of mouthwash busted in my back
1: pocket. Wait, so that wasn't the time we went to Lego World? Was it Lego World? I think it was the time we went it to Lego. It might have been Lego. And you embarrassed Zach by throwing his phone in the fake water
0: and he <laughs> got upset. <laughs> that was the hardest I've ever laughed.
1: <laughs> there was a, we weird Lego land. Have you told
0: the story on yeah, the podcast? Yeah, but it was
1: so, so, it was like episode two. Yeah, so we were like, there was like a fake jungle exhibit at the Lego place <laughs> with a running water sound. And yeah, there's real water have, in the. There's like a real waterfall in the
0: background,
1: but in the foreground where you're standing looking at the exhibit, there's like a brick wall and there's in front hip, of that there's a hippo. Yeah, there's like a hippo right in front of you, the Lego hippo, and it's submerged in the water, but the water is just glass yeah, over it's blue like clear paper, plastic resin. Yeah, and our friend Zach was ignoring this amazing exhibit that someone had put together and was playing on his phone. So Jack grabbed his phone and threw it into the fake water. And he goes, Dude! <laughs> and his phone was just
0: sitting there on top of the, but Like, the look on his face was the look of someone who just got their iPhone thrown into a lake. <laughs> and he, he took him a second to realize and then he was just like, Oh, oh man. <laughs> like, he, knew, he knew he was going to be laughed at for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. And then...
1: It was like relief and anger all together. And then in the part where you get to free build anything, he built a SpongeBob car and the employees smashed it. <laughs> Gleefully. They, they thought it was just some kid had left it behind. <laughs> While they were going to get us... Awards. They were literally presenting me and Jack with awards. <laughs> and Jack and. Sorry, Zach. We were, just left we were wearing
0: his, cardboard cra- crowns.
1: Because we were being like, knighted in, it, into the Lego yeah. indoctr- indoctrination of royalty. And uh, this guy this employee saw Zach's car sitting out on the okay. table, thought some kitty left it, so he, being a child at heart who works at the Lego place, starts going and thro- throws the car off the table, smashing it into <laughs> thousands right, of pieces. Right at Zach's feet. <laughs> no idea that this guy he built says, this. Dude! <laughs> <laughs> he said dude a lot that day. Uh, mm. You just went to Brickworld this weekend. I did go to Brickworld. Okay, I'm so pissed now. Because I forgot that at Brick World they were selling Lego brick tape, and it's cheap. I didn't see it. Krista and I meant to ask you to pick some up for us. I didn't see any, or else I would have. When you heard that Lego brick tape was a thing, let me imagine I'm just telling you about it for the first time. It's pretty awesome. I want to put it on everything. Imagine I just told you what it yeah. is, sir. How much would you expect a product like this to cost? Fifty dollars a roll. <laughs> I don't know, but I heard it's very cheap.
0: Man, just imagine just putting a strip of it along the front edge of your bookshelf. It instantly becomes a minifigure display area. Yeah, plus you can get it in colors you like. Yeah. You could hang... You could put it up there. You could have a
1: scene upside down, hanging from your doorway. If anybody listening wants to send us some... I like purple and black. Just (laughs) remember how many free hours of awesome content (laughs) we've given you. Probably like two or three if you sifted through it all. <laughs> <Like>. <laughs> uh, well, my favorite color is orange, so if you want to send us some. Uh, okay, so how was Brick World? Mm. Did you play with the Rube Goldberg thing that I told you about? We watched it for a long time. Yeah. Um, there was it, this insanely long Rube Goldberg track, and you could put soccer balls on it. It like,
0: looked like a lot of different individuals each worked together like to build a section of it, because I noticed some of the sections had names on them. Okay. So that way it comes apart in pieces, and then they assemble it wherever they go, and it's each piece passes the soccer balls on to the next. And
1: it, there was some pretty impressive ones. Yeah, it was awesome. No. Uh I heard that the second coolest thing they have is the roller coaster but I never saw it. Oh uh, it was pretty cool. Yeah. There were well there were actually multiple roller coasters. Believe it or not. <laughs> Just <laughs>
0: Okay. Um Brickworld wasn't exactly what I thought it would be. I expected almost like a Comic-Con type environment but centered strictly around Legos. Or even other bricks, but it was only Lego. Like, there was no, like, mega blocks or anything like that. Uh, And it was mostly just people who, like, build competitively, showing off their, like, cool builds. And that's not what you were wanting? I mean, it was really cool. There was a lot of cool stuff to see. Um, And there were definitely vendors there. Not many. There was really just, the back wall had, like, a handful of booths a lot of them were selling, like, weird, super realistic, custom-made, like, Lego weapons for building. There's
1: like... a market for that, and there it's really not is. us.
0: Um, I say, if if I were ever to be elected President of the United States, first law I would pass.
1: Which will probably happen once you're eligible at 35.
0: Right. Um, I'm just biding my time. Uh, just biding my time.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, is he going to be your running mate?
0: Yeah. Um... He's going to be my vice president. He's had great success in the past. Right. I mean, 100% of the people who have run with Joe Biden as their running mate have won. Uh, so, my my first law that I would pass is no bastardization of Lego pieces. The, what? The custom Lego market don't care for it. Like, you can make any fun thing you want out of existing Lego pieces, but for some reason, it just really bothers me when
1: people make... Like fake Legos to do to do. Stuff. I don't follow what you're talking about. It sounds like RP is doing something he's not supposed well, no, he's, to do. He's chewing on a piece of rawhide. Okay, so what are you talking about?
0: Like these super realistic uh, military weapons and stuff for Lego people. No, let's get that out of here. Don't need
1: you're talking. You're saying no custom builds. You're saying only no, saying build the no, sets.
0: I'm saying no custom Lego
1: pieces. No modified Legos. What are these custom pieces? I'm not familiar with them.
0: We I've just mentioned them several times. Say it th- again, because
1: like I'm just now catching up the, to what the fuck the you're talking about. The hyper-realistic weapons
0: that they give them. And they build, like, they make, like, um, You mean to the, the mini M16 figures for Lego. Yeah, and they do all different kinds of things. But So these are all minifigure pieces? Not all minifigure pieces, Maverick. Any Lego piece that is not, we'll, we'll use the word cannon.
1: No no non canon Legos. I would venture to say that at some point in your life you've seen a cool custom build that you liked that it contained at least one of these pieces. Nope. Automatic disqualification.
0: <laughs> um a, the one thing that was really, really missing from Brickworld for me was my favorite Lego thing is when people like Lego sets are cool, but they're often not even remotely close to scale. Like, for the Star Wars sets, for example, like, if you built those ships to scale with a real Lego minifigure, they would be, like, ten times the size that they are. And there wasn't really any of that. The The one set that I saw like that was someone built the tower from
1: Lord of the Rings. They had that last year. It was humongous. That was really awesome. It was the coolest thing yeah. I saw last year, and I love the shit out of it, but two years in a row, dude? Come on. Well, there was a lot
0: of people there who had things built that had, like, tags on it that said built in, like, 2014, and then it would have uh, Lego bricks that said, like, different conventions and things that they had been to, or,
1: like, maybe different places where they won awards. Well, I don't know if you remember that, and I'm not going to remember all the specific details, but the guy, I talked to the guy who built the Two Towers thing Mm -hmm. for, like, a long time. yeah, And... I guess he deserves... He has every right to show it off for years because it, like, fucked his life. Like, he told me how many, like, thousands of dollars he put into oh, it. I have no doubt. Legos like, aren't cheap. And then the hours and, like, you know, right. the jobs he had to work to support this hobby. And, like, he had to sell his car and stuff like that. Like, did not see his kids anymore. His <laughs> wife moved out of state. <laughs> yeah. It got pretty dark. He married his brother. And I was like, hey, man, this is for the news tonight. Can yeah. you just tell me how many bricks are in it? You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, uh... <laughs> There was a, oh, one other big disappointment about Brick Did you like anything about Brick I did. I liked looking
0: at stuff, but zero Harry Potter. Harry Potter is like a big deal in the world. I don't know if you've heard of this. It's like... Who's Harry books. Potter? Yeah. It was like books about this kid who's a wizard. And Oh, a, I don't, they I don't believe... They made movies. I don't allow my children to read books with magic in them. Well, good on you, all right? But still, it's a big thing. <laughs> and uh, in, in the... Uh, in the, the world of Satan worshippers and atheists, uh, <laughs> Harry Potter's very popular, okay? Uh, you know, the godless types. and <laughs> they just can't get enough of this, this blasphemous <laughs> thing. And there wasn't any of it there. like no Harry Potter set in the entire place, which was kind kind of blew me away because there's official Harry Potter Lego sets. I've seen people build like Hogwarts and stuff out of Legos and it's always really awesome. There's none. Okay, did you buy also, any? Only one Simpsons thing in the whole place. Did you buy anything at any of
1: the vendors? I didn't buy anything. Tell
0: I, me. We we started to do the build your own Lego figure because that's always fun, and we were gonna make each other, but they just didn't have a
1: lot of variety. Okay, you're bumming me out. So tell me something you did like. I, I, by the way, for everyone listening, I got Jack these tickets to, and, him did, and his girlfriend to, to, like, to Brick World. And he's fucking coming on my podcast and shitting all over these tickets. How much time did you spend there? Oh, I had a lot of other BOSOTs to get to. So last year I spent a lot of time there. This year, 30 minutes. And part of that mm-hmm. was this woman trying to tell me about a story she wants on the news about how... <laughs> They have a new technology where you can go to the police station mm-hmm. and uh, if you want to, like, get your kid's fingerprints taken in case your kid ever they goes a, missing.
0: They had the kid fingerprinting booth there.
1: Right. <laughs> right. This this was there. Yeah. And the the new amazing technology that they're so impressed with is that now they take your kid's data and they put it on a CD because you know how everyone uses CDs for everything. Yeah. Right. Anyway, tell me something. They couldn't you put it on, uh, like, data punch cards. <laughs>
0: No. Uh, Tell me something you did like. Oh, the whole thing was really cool to look at.
1: Um, Like I said, I was expecting more of a convention environment where there would be more vendors and... I just put together something that might have ruined your experience about it. the guy told i the guy told me that one thing they have new this year versus last year is throughout the entire con they lowered all the tables so they're at kids' eye level, which yeah. means they're at your shit level
0: I, I was stooping and squinting a lot to look down <laughs> into things uh, that, that's definitely something that happened. I noticed I had kind of a headache when I left because I kept like leaning down and squinting at stuff uh. No, just looking at things was fun. Like, we probably spent two hours just walking around, looking at, like, every table and every build, and there was really cool stuff. It's just, um, it's one of those things where it would have been more fun for me if there were just no children there. Like, I want to get in there, and I want to build and play with things, and they were all in my way. Why don't you just shove them? Yeah. (laughs) Get out of here. He's got a piece I want. Um... There was a whole Batman table that was like there's Wayne Tower and there was all different like Batman villains and the Bat Cave and That's Wayne from Man. that
1: movie I like. Batman? Lego Batman. The Dark Knight? Lego Batman.
0: Uh it's pretty cool. And then uh Amanda, I think her favorite was uh, the zoo. There was a guy who made a pretty cool zoo a lot of fun stuff i took like a million pictures there so we'll we'll share some pictures i got some pictures of the sweet rube goldberg machine um and one of my favorites was it was just this guy's like tribute to pop culture and it was area 51 but like within it there was like an area labeled fake moon landing site and it was like The moon landing inside of the hangar, and then there was like the DeLorean flying away and there was a Gremlin riding on the back of it. Uh, there was the Simpsons or the Springfield pool mobile with all the Simpsons characters on it and Sideshow Bob chasing behind. It was just like all kinds of fun. There was like a little South Park reference. He made remember when Mr. Garrison made that weird hyper efficient vehicle that was like a Yes. The motorcycle with where you put the dick in your butt and one in your mouth. Yeah. Yep. uh, he built that (laughs) out of legos
2: yeah
1: that's awesome um actually i I could show you i've I've got a lot of well i like i like hearing about that better than all the stuff you shit all over it was really fun to look at stuff
0: i just i guess i didn't know what i was getting into hey uh there's this uh, photo of hardcore betty uh the we can do it rosie the riveter that's what mike thinks her name is uh, that was one of my favorites.
1: Ooh, there's some Pan's Labyrinth thingies. Yep. That's pretty
0: cute. The Springfield Pool
1: Mobile. Okay. I'm dying to see the South Park thing. That's, it's, it's a minifigure it, that is unmistakably Mr. Garrison. I mean, that's very well done, but I I kind of anticipated there would be something up the butt. And, and, up the and mouth. also,
0: this fun uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey reference there's a monkey throwing a bone at the, the giant black monolith
1: nice nice
0: and oh this this is a a great one the guy who built this uh just he fell asleep sitting there and i I snapped a picture of him uh almost falling over backwards in his
1: chair that's awesome that's awesome so explain to our listeners why you don't like the lego movie i don't dislike the lego movie why don't you like the lego movie i thought it was okay
0: i'm not a fan of lego batman as a character I like Batman
1: Legos. So you think Lego Batman ruined the Lego movie? That's my least favorite part. You didn't think Will Arnett's performance was funny?
0: Not really. What don't you like, like about I the movie other they, than that? I get that they had to silly up Batman and Star Wars and all that stuff, but it's like, eh, Legos are
1: fun. Just, just go with that. You didn't think it was fun? You don't think the Lego Batman movie is fun?
0: I haven't seen the Lego Batman movie. Here's a great uh, Lego rendition of the first episode of Walking Dead. Wow, well, let me see that. That's pretty cool. It is really cool. They have the tank and the horse and hordes of undead and Wow, Rick in his sheriff's hat
1: running with pistols to the tank. There's even a a, a one handed racist handcuff to the top of it. Is there? No, I'm just
0: kidding. No, I, I missed that part. Um, um, there there was a really cool like. It was a, a Walking Dead table that had, like, the prison, and then it had the governor's crew with the tank on the outside of the fence, and it had, like, the zombie horde coming, and it had Daryl with his crossbow and a motorcycle.
1: It sounds pretty awesome. Tell me again yeah, what you were cool. expecting
0: I don't know, I, just, I guess I just wish there were eight more vendors, because there was a very small number of it. I feel like there's more people selling Legos at a Comic-Con convention than there was at the specific Lego convention. You might be right about that. Um, also, so many great Star Wars sets there. Okay, but tell me what you were expecting. I guess I was expecting more things to participate in, maybe things to like watch... Demonstration. I don't know. Did you just, see
1: the chess thing?
0: I saw the board out, but it was not happening when we went there. Gotcha. Well. There was a lot of fun stuff, just not a lot of participation. It was basically go to the Lego museum and look at the Lego exhibits of things people built. And some of them were great and some of them were not as good, but...
1: You didn't even mention what I saw a lot of in the time that I was there was a lot of the non-licensed property sets, the like sets that covered really fucking big tables Mm -hmm. and were giant, massive, sprawling landscapes, but they were not properties like you're talking about. And I thought those were amazing. There there were some cool
0: like originals of people who like had their own imagined world of like
1: sci-fi battlegrounds. I gave you. I could have gotten those tickets for me and my girlfriend, but I gave them to you because I thought oh, you would yeah, like it I'm more so than me. I'm so sorry that
0: I didn't suck your dick when you gave me those. It three.
1: sounds like Kristen. I would have liked it more than
0: you. I have. We spent hours there. It was entertaining. It just. I don't know. There was something about it. I. I'll say this. It. It struck me as a very new convention
1: that's not sure what it is yet. Right.
0: It was almost like a state fair exhibit
1: of Lego competition. Sp- yeah. I mean it is at the state fairgrounds. Yeah. Uh speaking of conventions. Look, look, look at how fat this squirrel is.
0: Is that not the fattest fucking squirrel you've ever seen? He's fat. I I was trying to describe it to Amanda before I got a good picture of him and I was like Remember the movie Hook? Do you remember the the fat black kid in Hook, one of the lost boys whose cheeks were just so mad like he he just looked like the fattest little kid ever? <laughs> I was like, if that guy died and was reincarnated as a squirrel, he would look like this guy. (laughs) He's even like hunched over a nut, stuffing it in his mouth.
1: (laughs) Um, Speaking of cons, Indiana Comic Con is coming up in a couple of weeks. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Now, just remember, there may not be a lot of interactive comic book things there, so don't get your hopes up about that.
0: I'm wondering if I'm going to be there.
1: Are we going to go? Are we? <laughs> sixty bucks? Well, you don't want to go for a day just to go dick around? Yeah, maybe for a day. I think it's only it might be thirty for a whole day. See, I could if you're off on Friday, which I'm going I requested off. I'm going to be off on Friday. It's only open for four hours on Friday, so I and
0: it's Friday is always the best like it's the slowest
1: day. Yeah, and it's it's the hours they're open is when I'm not at work, so we could just go dick around a little bit. Yeah, is Josh gonna be here? As of now, Josh is gonna be okay. here. Okay. So. Father of my goddaughter. Yeah. Uh. Well, your secondhand goddaughter that I passed on to you. You weren't worthy. <laughs> Couldn't handle it. Uh, did she get like like a like a middle name that's like your name or anything like? Yeah. It's Murphy, Matt. No, I just, her name is Jack Jr. Murphy, Jack nope, Jr. Nope. Jack Jr. Okay. <laughs> um,
0: I, I told her that that's what I was going to name her if they died. I was just going to rename her Jack Jr. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Comic-Con. Um, remember when we asked them if we could come to their convention and do things?
1: We asked them that the last two years. Yeah. And they weren't. I mean, I don't know. It's hard to say what we want to say here. Yeah, I don't want to shit on anybody, but Comic Con is. I'll say is. this. Here is what I'll say: there are some Indianapolis nerd conventions, Andy Popcon, and others that Gen have Con. rolled out the, that have <laughs> that have rolled out the red carpet for us. And, and we don't. I am not saying we deserve it. Yeah, they did not need to treat us like they celebrities. Are very kind. They
0: are above and beyond.
1: Yes. I don't expect a con to have customer service, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: but when it comes to media, they did for us, and they did not need to do that. I want to stress, they did not need to bend over backwards and be nice to us. Above and beyond, all the way. And I don't expect any of that. But, another convention that we may or may not have just been talking about over the past two years has not been as nice to us. Uh, Yeah,
0: um... The thing, we've been denied press passes for two years in a row. Once, because their deadline for applying was before we even existed as a podcast. It was like six months in the past. Right, right. Which was insane, really. It's a long time out. Um, And then this year, they just said... They have very limited When We have so many. Sorry about you. (laughs) (laughs) And... I understand, like, they give them to local news outlets because getting those stories on television might bring in a few extra heads, right? Yeah. And that's cool and all, but those stations use those passes for, like, 30 minutes to take some B-roll and maybe... Like, we did it one year for your work when you were in news that first year. What con was that? It was indie pop con. No, it wasn't. Mm-hmm, we okay. actually we talked, I think it was to Carl that first year. Okay. We talked to him in the giant hangar with the Pikachu car. <laughs> okay. And we filmed a family that was all dressed as the Nintendo characters.
1: Uh-huh, I remember that. I remember that. And that was it.
0: And that's yeah. probably more than most stations put into it.
1: Oh, yeah, because we spent like hours there.
0: And see, the thing is. It's not that they're denying us press passes. I I would pay to go to the convention. I'm not gonna be like we deserve free stuff.
1: Yeah, no. Give yeah. us free things.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's we're also being denied access to to communicate with any of their guests. Well And that's have- how we've had really cool guests in the past is conventions have been helpful and provided us like a space to talk and, and things like that and we've been able to get in touch with people and invite guests on, and it's worked out pretty well.
1: If I could elaborate off something you said, Mm -hmm. you were like, the media is going to go there for 30 minutes and shoot a little bit of B-roll, and maybe one or two people will watch that and go, oh, Comic-Con's in town. It'll be
0: 30 seconds to a minute on
1: air. uh, A minute is pushing it. (laughs) And uh, we, on the other hand... We're special. We deserve stuff. <laughs> While we cannot reach the audience that a local news outlet can, what we can do is bring specific tailored audience. And we, like, we talk up popcorn a lot on this podcast because
0: we love it and it's great. There are our buddies. And we always have an awesome time there. Like It's my favorite convention of the year. We spend the most time there out of all of them we do the most, like, we participate in the most things, we probably spend the most money there, like, it's just the best convention, and I think part of that is that Indie PopCon is very fan-centric, and they work with their fans, and they know Mm -hmm. that a lot of the media is also fans, and that includes us and a lot of the other podcasts that they had on board last year. Mm Mm-hmm. And so they're very cool like that. And I think Indiana Comic Con has maybe gotten away from what makes cons great.
1: <laughs> I mean, I don't know why we're saying this, because they're not listening. So No, and I, I wouldn't expect them to. And it's not like our... I don't know.
0: Anyway, I, I'm just bummed about it, that's all. Just
1: a Yeah. We, we actually
0: already had some guests lined up that agreed yes. to do it. But because PopCon, or because Indiana Comic Con is not issuing us press passes, uh, we cannot bring you the voice of.
1: I do not like to Mario. say. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> voice of Mario Lopez. <laughs> <laughs> Mario Lopez was going to be on the show, no. A.C. Slater himself. I don't like to say names because I don't ever want to guarantee anything we can't deliver yeah. on. But we well, did... What can we say names of things
0: that we can guarantee we
1: can't deliver on?
0: <laughs> no.
1: Because <laughs> what if we turn it around? Anyway, Captain we...
0: Captain ha- Jean-Luc Picard? Maybe?
1: We had we had some yeses from some guests at Indiana Harrison Comic-Con this year. And we are not allowed to get them because we didn't get press passes to Indiana mm-hmm. Comic-Con. And what I thought was most fascinating about these, these yeses that we got were they were from people who all told us no last year Mm -hmm. did you know that yes that's it yeah (laughs) that's my whole point (laughs) so anyway there will be no (laughs) guests i mean i don't know you know we'll have josh in town and you know maybe we'll have we have other people Mm -hmm. we're working on we have other crossovers and stuff we're trying to set up right now but popcon will come around that's a bummer can I talk about another bummer guest that I wanted that we didn't get from Indiana Comic-Con? No.
0: Okay, right. go. Yes, Dan Dan, Andriano, sure. Dan okay, Andriano. fine. I got I went to a show of one of my favorite musicians of all time. Uh-huh. Possibly number 1. Uh-huh. Uh, with Amanda, and we went to see Dan Andriano play in Bloomington, Illinois. We were down it was at the Bishop, which is attached to the Comedy Attic. Uh-huh. It's like the music basement of the Comedy Attic. And uh, so I was. You know what's less than exciting is the jazz living room. Not really into it. Yeah, well, not as many people spend time there. Right. Um, But while I was downstairs watching Dan Andriano be awesome, upstairs, John Mullaney
1: was performing a sold out show, which was also cool. And all of that paled in comparison to the fact that in Bloomington you caught a Toto Dial. I did catch a Toto Dial in Bloomington. (laughs) I also have to show you a photo of one of the opening acts.
0: This person looked so uncannily like Doc Hammer, I had to snap a photo of him.
1: I mean, yeah, he looks like Doc Hammer
0: oh yeah he, yeah he, he looks even like had, the first picture jack showed me was real blurry on the side he even had bleached hair on one side and i was like I, does he know that he looks he like he might doc just hammer? be a
1: fan like, is he just doc hammer he might just be a guy who wants to be doc hammer i mean what you mean is a guy
0: <laughs> stop <laughs> he he might just be a human person on the planet stop who wants to have the most fun
1: <laughs> how was your total dial good
0: no, not really. Krista got her first ever Snorlax and she cried. Uh, so... Anyway, Dan Andrea, and I messaged him and he didn't message back, which is fine. I, I didn't expect that to go through, but I, I was, like, excitedly he hoping defi- that just
1: maybe. He definitely knows your face. Does he know your name? I don't know. Well, he used to. He He addressed me
0: by name before, but it's been years. And he sees, like, a million people a year.
1: Uh... So at the show... Jack's very humble about the fact that he's tight with all the guys in Alkaline no, Trio. Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> he's being humble so, about it right now. No. Um,
0: You're uh, tight with one-third of the guys in Blink-182. We're uh, casual acquaintances that they recognize me and don't know me. <laughs> um, so, we're sitting there watching the show. First of all, Matt Pryor from the Get Up Kids was the other act. Um, I know that's not, like, your deal. You don't know music stuff. Somebody listening knows what you're talking about. The Get Up Kids. They're they're a big deal in circles. Uh, He brought his daughter on tour. She's, like, 14 or 15. And part of her school credit, like, she's allowed to be out of school, on tour with her dad playing music on stage every night and she asked people if you take photos share it on social media with the hashtag lily so she gets school credit her school in kansas is giving her credit towards graduation (laughs) for being a a touring working musician and she was
1: amazing what kind of music did she like what did she just instrument
0: singing acoustic and she sung all the instruments I mean, yeah. was she playing an instrument? Was she singing? She was doing both. She played guitar, and she sang Real Purdy. Uh, and then later on, she came up and played ukulele on a couple of songs with her dad. And in between, while he was doing some tuning, she started uh, into the Bob's Burgers theme. Wow. She was just playing, and he goes, "He goes, are you playing Bob's Burgers again? <laughs> and then later on, he had to fix something on his guitar. And he goes, do you want to just play another song? And she played, you won't know this, but it's it's called Everything Stays. Which is a song from Adventure Time that oh. Rebecca Sugar, who is one of the, cre- she's the creator of Steven Universe, and she worked for a long time on The Misadventures of Flapjack and Adventure Time. Uh-huh. She sings it, and she wrote the song as Marceline's mother singing to, to young little
1: Marcy. And... Uh, it was awesome. And Lily performed it. Yeah, I was thrilled. I was like, oh my god. Did anyone else recognize no that one song, song besides you? I was the
0: only person singing. Wow. <laughs> Wow! But she
1: she nailed it too. That was like, some good cartoon she,
0: content you brought. She knocked it out of the park. So I I took a picture and I tweeted it and gave her the old hashtag, so she'll get some school credit. Way to go, man! Um, you did a good thing. So we're we're sitting there watching the show, and obviously it's a great show, but there's there's an issue. Not too long into the performance there's a little waft of fart right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like okay there's a crowd of people in here it could be anybody a little later it's another fart alright alright who's doing this and then (laughs) it just kept happening right over to the point where it's like I'm burying my face in my girlfriend's hair uh huh so that her magical mint and tea tree shampoo, like, filters and smell out. Right, right, I'm using her head as a gas mask. Right. And I'm like, she, she turns to me and she's like, someone keeps farting. I
1: Okay, I'm like, I didn't say anything because I thought I knew where the story was going. It wasn't her. Okay. It wasn't her. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, it's
0: not me. And she's like, I know it's not you because it would be pointed away from me and we wouldn't smell it. And just kept happening. And there's this guy, he's one of those leather jacket guys. and Like an old school punk guy? I wouldn't say that he was old school punk. I don't know, he, he was a dude with a leather jacket. And sometimes leather jackets are stinky. So anyway, this guy left. And then we notice while he's out of the room, zero farts. Uh-huh. Comes back in, farts are back. Like, I almost said something. I literally almost just said, whoever is fucking farting, please stop. It's horrific. Excuse yourself. Like, once or twice, one or two is a faux pas. All right, but we can forgive that. You know, you're like. Three is a bad burrito. Three is terrible. Like, literally, there were probably 15 to 20 farts. And everyone was distinct and. Hung in the air for an extended period. It
1: was very unpleasant. I love the the song from Lily Pryor's new album, 15 to 20 Farts. <laughs> <laughs> I'll um, know what it was about. So, Bloomington Indiana. is your whole mission tonight to just talk at people that aren't going to listen to this? Yeah. Like, anyway. Do you also want to yell at the Valor guy that confronted us this week? Because <laughs> he's also not going to hear the podcast?
0: Yeah, can we? <laughs> We, we got approached by someone from Team Valor while we were battling his gym down. Actually, it was our gym, and then he took it, and we came and we took it back.
1: He momentarily had control of our gym. Yeah. Yeah, for like a second. <laughs> yeah, a brief um, moment in time. He probably thought he was cool for a second,
0: and then we immediately <laughs> came and started taking it away. <clears throat> and squashed then, his dreams. And then he, he came up to us and he goes, are you guys? And then he said our username to <laughs> us. <laughs> recited them like he'd been thinking about it for a long time which he had we we know actually that he's
1: <laughs> been posting about us on the internet yeah did we talk did we say that on the podcast no i mean i think listeners by now know that i spy on all the other groups and this specific guy i know this guy Uses. I know his username. I know his real language. name. Yes, he does use militant language when talking about Team Valor practices which is, which in the Which is why we didn't tell him who we were. Right. He. Uh, I've seen him post uh, that he is annoyed by our presence. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I just, like, I don't want people to know because I don't want someone who gets, like, way too serious to, like, slash my tires while I'm battling a gym. Yeah, I, or, I have a Team Mystic thing on my car. Or, like follow us home and know where we live. Well, we have a Team like, Mystic flag in front of yeah, our home. Light, so. up, light a bag of shit or steal our flag or, you know, shenanigans like that. I, I don't need that in my life. If somebody stole
1: our flag, I would be very upset. Oh, oh, I would go into Broad Ripple and, and gyms would roll. Yes, yeah. <laughs> battle lines would be drawn for sure. Yeah, yeah. so anyway, that guy's not going to hear this either. <laughs> No. And if he does, he's going to be like,
0: ha, I knew it
2: was them. I knew it.
0: (laughs) Well, you were right, bud. Now stay out of our gym.
1: You know, I don't know if this is worth talking about, but Krista Mm -hmm. always gets on my case about how protective we are of our turf. And she doesn't get it. And I try to explain it to her. It's like... It's not like a gang war. It's,
0: it's that Valor has a much more active and weirdly militant presence in our city. And they have entire neighborhoods with heavy gym concentrations. Like 10 to 15 gyms all in one area. And they're all controlled by the same Valor people. So for us to have the handful of gyms
1: in our neighborhood, I I don't think it's too much to ask for. Well, she's upset about how protective we are of it. And I know you didn't like this case that I made earlier tonight. I don't want to rye horn. I'm good. But what I was saying to you was when it comes to the small selective amount of gyms that are in our neighborhood, Mm -hmm. it's just that someone can gladly have those gyms as long as they want it more than us. And so the fact nobody that, wants them more than us. Right. The fact that people are annoyed by us to the point where they would complain about us and mention us by name on the internet shows us that we just want it more than them. Because they take it and like th- that guy, that guy, he took that gym and within nah, we didn't lose any gyms tonight. That guy took yeah. that gym and then within twenty minutes of him taking it, we showed up and we took it back. And that's because we want and it more.
0: He, and he knew it was us. <laughs>
1: I mean, uh. so, so that same guy mm-hmm. put a uh, put a he 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 was building up the gym mm-hmm. that we took down, yeah. and Krista is on Valor, so she dropped in her Pokemon, mm-hmm. and she was jokingly mad at me all weekend because we immediately just destroyed. I mean, like <laughs> yeah. like within seconds, we just as, as soon as I saw that there was someone else in there, I, I was like. Well,
0: that, that's not going to fly.
1: Right. And so she's mad that we we destroyed it. And, and you know, now she has her Snorlax. And she, she has her own neighborhood. She can go. Well, she she's like, she has her own Snorlax. She's like, well, I want to put it in gyms. But you guys will just destroy it. You always do. And I'm like, we are not all about taking down every valor gym in the world no, okay, there's plenty of valor controlled areas that yeah, anyone is willing to go into
0: it's just there's that instinct there is too like where I work is 100% instinct and I know that it's not worth my time to go after them
1: it's just that this area this part of the butler area this city, <laughs> this city is ours mm. and you can't have it valor <laughs> yeah. you can't have it okay we got a lot of time. <laughs> we got a
0: dog that needs walking.
1: We got we, bicycles. We, we don't have a, many hobbies bigger than this one. Nope. And uh, and we just want more than you. My girlfriend lives far away. <laughs> I, I got time. <laughs> you have a fuel-efficient car. <laughs> yeah, I do. We have bicycles. And, yeah. we got, and we got some Pokemon. <laughs> So, I guess, once again, if we're talking to people who aren't listening, then to those Valor players that aren't listening, I say to you, come fucking take it from us.
0: Maybe we should start, like, really shit-talking the president a lot more, and then we could uh, get, like, at least some folks at the NSA or, or the CIA to listen to our podcast. I, uh, Maybe we I'm... should do this in the in the kitchen so that the microwave can hear us nice
1: i saw a guy say the other day that uh he's like ever is like if i'm if i spend a long time on my computer like uh, several hours just browsing the internet every every so often i'll just take out my balls and show them to the camera because he's like <laughs> whoever's spying on me doesn't want to see that <laughs> or maybe they do nobody wants to see balls maybe they want to snap a picture of his balls and then blackmail him with it I mean, I feel feel like the guy who's doing that doesn't really care if a picture of his balls gets out. I don't really care. You don't care if your balls get out on the internet? I mean, there's
0: there's pictures of my balls out there. I just, that's a thing that happened. I mean, we have a
1: public forum if you'd like to post pictures of your balls.
0: I'm not going to post, it's not legal to post them like anywhere that I would. Anyway, I have over the years sent some pictures of my penis or of myself nude to people, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know. Um, pastors and police officers, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you know, different ladies that I was seeing at different times, and they're out there, and I knew. And that... if these ladies somehow find each other and they yeah. all touch their phones together, yeah. the moment that I took the photo and sent it, I knew, like, well, this is in the world now, and it's out of my hands, and I was okay with that. I wouldn't take, I wouldn't let them have an
1: unflattering photo. <laughs> Do you think that ladies who have pictures of your dick Mm -hmm. on their phones can use their phones to form a Voltron that looks like your penis? No. That doesn't even make sense. Okay.
0: (laughs) I I don't know. (laughs) Like, maybe they could summon Captain Penis. (laughs) (laughs) Captain Jack's penis. Okay, Captain
1: Jack's penis.
0: We gotta wrap up. I gotta go to bed. Can can we finish off with one piece of big news from the Flannel Cave?
1: What happened in the Flannel Cave this week?
0: Nothing yet. Something's coming up. We got a bidet. We got a bidet. I bought a bidet off the internet. Is it installed? no i'm gonna need your help probably it, it's kind of an undertaking it doesn't just fit on there like you have to disconnect the water source for the toilet like it connects to the main water line
1: that sounds difficult i'm not a guy who can do that
0: i, I might need you to hand me tools or shine a flashlight or something whatever you say dad but our
1: bums are gonna be so fresh I have a question as yeah. an as an amateur here. Okay, how frequently are you supposed to use it? Is it an every time? Is it yeah, a once time, a week? Every time you poop. Every time. It's great. It's it's supplemental. You know, Can you you wipe still? You still got to wipe. I know that part. Yeah. I, I'm not. I don't know nothing. I know <laughs> almost nothing. Can you? This is a dumb question. Oh, all right, let's hear it. Can you lower the frequency? Can you just be like I, I'm a once a weeker? Let me tell you this you're not going to want to go yeah, back yeah
0: after you do it once you'll you'll be passing by the bathroom and be like i don't even really have to go but i think maybe i'll just have, get a little, a road funk. have a little rinse yeah i uh it's like being able to take a shower just for your ass and you don't have to you know like get a towel out
1: afterwards none of that i have never heard a bad review of one i don't think you ever will
0: <laughs> how much was it like 30 35 bucks yeah that's
1: about what i thought they cost
0: i mean it's not like a nice bidet it's the kind that just good reviews on
1: amazon yeah i think it's the same model that a friend of mine has that that i've used before i'm getting very sleepy and i have to have those get out nightmares uh one more thing about buddy thunderstruck for my notes that we didn't get to Mm -hmm. i also wrote that some of the jokes in it were very funny like laugh out loud funny you laughed out loud one time. That's not true. It was at least three or four. So if it sounded like something you would like, I can tell you it's funny. I wouldn't not recommend it. Uh, excuse me. I think that's a perfect way to put it. I, I also wouldn't recommend like it. I
0: about Buddy Thunderstruck as I feel about Blueberry
1: Pancake Crunch, which was, yeah, all right. In terms of things, Buddy Thunderstruck was way better than Blueberry Pancake Crunch.
0: You know what? I don't think I've eaten my last bowl of Pancake Crunch. And I probably haven't seen my last episode of Buddy Thunderstruck. But I'm not going to say I'm a fan of either yet.
1: That's a good way to wrap it up. I'm sorry, everybody listening. I'm so tired. In conclusion. It's been a long day. In conclusion,
0: yes. Yeah. Blueberry Pancake Crunch.
2: Okay.
1: Anything that you'd like to see on the Twitter or inbox or anything this week?
0: I want everyone's review of bidets. I want to hear... You're not going to F- get any negative reviews. I know. that's. I'm, I'm proving a point here. <laughs> I want to hear how much everyone loves bidets. Bye, everybody.